Hey y'all, welcome back to the Half Course Shot. Um, it's been a long time. It's been over a month, I think, since my last episode, and I apologize for that. But you know, there's been a lot going on, and um, you know, but now I finished my junior year, um, as a high schooler. So the summer break is gonna be my time to shine, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm really sorry for missing the entire first round of the NBA playoffs. I know that's pretty bad of me, but um. If we're being realistic, I'm sure you guys are all very caught up on that. Um, but just in case you guys aren't, there are eight teams left in the playoffs, four in the Eastern Conference, four in the Western Conference. We have in the East, 76ers, Nets, Bucks, um, Hawks. Um, those are the four there. And then in the Western Conference, we have the Jazz, Suns, um, Nuggets, and the Clippers, the top four seeds in the West. Um, but as for... Just the teams in general, I think the Nets have the best shot at winning the NBA Finals. Um, they are currently up 2-1 in the series against the Milwaukee Bucks. And no matter how good Giannis and Middle- Chris Middleton play, even maybe even Drew Holiday, it just doesn't seem like enough for Kyrie and KD alone. This series has been played entirely without the use of James Harden. And, um, you know, people are saying, should the Nets rush him back after losing game three? Um, like, are they, are they in, in a little trouble? And the answer to that to, for me is no. Um, in that game three, both teams shot horribly from the field aside from the superstars. Um, it's just like Joe Harris was like one for 11 or something. Bruce Brown made a couple good shots in the first quarter and thought he was prime MJ and just, you know, stuff like that. And just if both teams just don't just like aren't horrible um and you know the stars from both sides just have a little bit of help i think the nets will win this will win this series pretty easily even without the help of james harden and then you have james harden coming the next round for what looks like um is gonna be the 76ers they are currently crushing the hawks it just has not been close lately and it's just um you know, it's just been a mess for them. You know, the Hawks, they are down um, 2-1 in the series against the 76ers. And just, it just seems like too much. I feel like Trey Young, he's a great player. I'm, personally, I'll have him maybe top 8 point guard in the NBA. Um, but I just feel like this is just not his year. The team overall is pretty good. But I feel like John Collins is a little bit too inconsistent. And I'm not even sure if John Collins is going to be back next year. Um, I think John Collins believes that he has superstar potential and I don't blame him because he's, he could give you 20 and 15 on a given night and even sometimes even more. And it's just, you know, teams really won't pass up on that. But for the Hawks, it's just a little bit questionable because he will be asking for a damn near max contract. And it's just, um, I don't know if that's worth it for the Hawks currently for the production that they're getting from him. And it's just yikes um but yeah that being said i feel like in the eastern commerce finals it's going to be a very very star-studded matchup in the brooklyn nets who have obviously kd Kyrie, james harden they even have blake griffin who is showing signs of life really just um and it's just yeah you know it's just really great and it's really scary to see of course and then you have in the Western Conference, you have the Jazz, Suns, Nuggets, Clippers. Um, and it's just like... These 
series uh, no not series that, that would be wrong um the jazz and the clipper series is close the suns and the nuggets series is not close and i think that is really the help of chris paul but also a player that hasn't been talked about too much um deandre ayton he's been very very consistent and he has been i'd say the most underrated player in playoff basketball currently and it's just because in the first series against the lakers he averaged 20 um they got out of that series in six in this series he held Jokic to like 20 points in their first game which obviously is good for the average nba player but it, that's pretty bad for Jokic, and it wasn't on. It was not on great efficiency. So I feel like DeAndre Ayton is doing a great job holding it down for the Phoenix Suns defensively and even offensively, just creating creating that lob threat. And obviously, with an amazing passer like Chris Paul in that pick and roll game, it is just lethal right now. And just the Nuggets need to change something up because you cannot let DeAndre Ayton drop twenty points on you while grabbing fifteen boards. Um, Obviously, Jokic is doing his thing, and I feel like this series would be a little bit longer if Jamal Murray was there. But um, I think it's pretty reasonable to say that even with Jamal Murray, um, the Nuggets weren't winning this series. I feel like people really undervalue the Phoenix Suns. Like, they are the two seed right now. They were one game behind from being the one seed of the entire Western Conference. I feel like people have trouble getting that through their head. They... they the Suns were really the underdogs against the Lakers this series, um, last series, and even now it's like Jokic has no help, whatever, blah blah blah. But you guys have to realize that the Suns are the two seed, and it's not a fluke because they played seventy two games in the regular season. They played almost a full season and ended up as a two seed, one game behind the Utah Jazz. And if we're being realistic, the Suns were on the uprise while the Jazz were kind of staying at a plateau so i feel like if there were the extra 10 games that you would have in a regular season i think the suns had a legitimate shot at jumping up to the one spot but you know that's just me might be a little bit biased because i'm a big um university of arizona fan um but this series has been super fun to watch because i have three players in um zeke naji of the denver nuggets i have aaron gordon of the Den denver nuggets and of course we have the former number one overall pick in deandre ayton all battling out in a series um and yeah it's just great to see the suns are up 3-0 suns in four um you heard it from me and it's just you know i feel like not that many people would be surprised if it were to happen um and then we move on to the jazz and the Clippers series um donovan mitchell is playing like a superstar i think this playoff run if they were to get out of this series um against the clippers you could really call him a superstar and not be called a biased jazz fan idiot whatever um people want to call you for that um i i genuinely think donovan mitchell is having an amazing playoff run and i think a lot of like the world and the media is really really starting to take notice um stephen a smith even said on his show that um John, donovan mitchell is the greatest jazz player of all time and he even went on to mention carl malone and john stockton no donovan mitchell is up there and although i completely disagree um there was another analyst i don't remember it might have been max kellerman he also said um oh yeah donovan mitchell we gotta put him in the conversation with lebron kd steph curry because he's putting up 45 a night and it's just you know like whatever but uh, i mean obviously those takes are pretty dumb and gives a lot of high praise to donovan mitchell and i don't want to discredit donovan mitchell for his work because he's been fantastic in this playoff series and he quite honestly has been 
do I say the best player on on the floor? Um, even above players like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Um, Kawhi, you're always gonna get a solid number from him, and just Paul George, he can be a little on and off, but I think his um, you know, just his the idea of playoff P, like whatever pandemic P, whatever people want to call him, I just think that's really untrue. He dropped thirty points today in a win against the Utah Jazz. Um, and it was it was a pretty big win, a statement win. Um, they came back, you know, um, and now they're really just down two one in the series, and I think this is very winnable for the, um, for the LA Clippers. But it is going to be a great series to watch, and I'm going, I'm super stoked to just see how this turns out. But for now, if I were to make a prediction, it would be the Suns, and it would be the Clippers. Um, unfortunately, I just, I mean, both. Both the Jazz and the Clippers kind of have that reputation of being playoff flukes and just being unable to make it past the second round. So forever, so for um whichever team that makes it past the second round, congratulations, you went against your odds, even though it was against another team who was playing against their odds. Nonetheless, um yeah, it's gonna be a good series. I really do not mind who um who wins it, but. What's crazy to me is like if you look at who really excelled in the playoffs, it's really the new generation. Um, because obviously you still have players like KD, you still have guys like Kyrie, you still have guys like James Harden, um, guys like you know LeBron James and Damian Lillard and Steph Curry and all those guys. But really, if you look at it, it's really been new generation players that have been dominating and really advancing in the playoffs um you have Devin Booker obviously you can't discredit Chris Paul because he has been a huge factor for that you have Devin Booker DeAndre Ayton of the Phoenix Suns you have Nikola Jokic and all of their young pieces around whether that's Aaron Gordon Michael Porter Jr you know just whatever you want to put it um and then you have the 76ers duo with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid who are like who are probably in their prime right now or, or very close to it but I say they're still fairly young guys, and they are still new generation. You have guys like Trey Young, John Collins. You know that whole Hawks team is fairly young, with players like DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. You know, um, you know Onyeka Kongwu, if you want to put his name out there, even though he's not really playing. Um, and then you know you have like the Bucks team, like okay, like they're like uh, like medium age, I guess, but. If you really think about, yeah, it's been like you know Donovan Mitchell, um, and Jordan Clarkson, those guys, Mike Con- Mike Conley, who's rejuvenated his career out of nowhere. Um, it's really been new generation players that have been headlining um, articles and you know sports pages and stuff like that because they seem to be doing something crazy every night. Donovan Mitchell puts up fifty, Devin Booker puts up thirty, DeAndre Ayton. Does whatever he does. Nikola Jokic dropped 30, 20, and 10 on very good efficiency last night against um, against a loss against the Phoenix Suns. But it's, it's really been new generation players, and I'm super excited. The NBA is in great hands. And I think that is really where I'm going to end the episode off on. Um, kind of a weird way to end it, but I do. I am really, really happy to see the NBA um, right now because obviously it is going to suck when the players that we all grew up loving and knowing are going to retire um but even then so we can i can say with full confidence that the nba is in great hands that the nba 
has amazing talent and yeah i think the nba is going to get more and more competitive because anyone can really drop 30 if they're hot you know so it's like obviously they're, they're going to be superstar players but there's like i feel like the nba is getting more talented and talented by the day and it's just you know the nba is in great hands but yeah that's been all from me um yeah i'm so sorry for not posting a lot lately but now i'm back um it's summer so let's get ready we have the nba playoffs and it is just yeah it's it's gonna be a fun 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 rest of this postseason um thank you guys for listening and i will see you guys next week